0: Fade you, yeah, 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 na, 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 nah, nah, nah. This is fade you, yeah, 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 yeah. Fade
1: you, fade. What's going on, moms and dads? This is the Fade You Podcast, episode 165. Here to talk some NFL Week Nine. Thanks for joining us, whether you're watching on Twitter, maybe you're watching on YouTube. Glad you're with us to preview another week in the NFL. Uh, After week nine, we'll be halfway through the regular season, which is crazy. But here we are. My name is Matthew James. Got some of the crew, most of the crew with us. We got Chris Duke here pulling into somewhere to get a beverage. So no surprise there. We got Kmart with us. We got Neil, the bucket boy here. We don't have Joe. Joe is uh, working, traveling gambling getting smashed in Las Vegas so a little I think we're all a little jealous of Joe right oh yeah Joe's been Chris has Joe been on a couple heaters is that what we're hearing
0: yeah I guess he's just been absolutely murdering the uh what has he been playing the high card he's got some six card flush he's out having two thousand dollar steak dinners God bless him we're <laughs> all jealous having all kinds of old fashions. Yeah. Joe's
1: uh, Joe's living it up in Las Vegas. So good for, good for Joe. Uh, we don't have him today, but we do have his pick. So let's move on and start talking about week nine. Um, super contest update. Everybody's still in pretty good shape. Nobody's under 50%. We did have some rough weeks last week. Joe's entry went one and four kyle and neil your entry went was it two and three so super contest update kmart and neil bringing up the rear
2: at 21 18 and one still fine Dece. still fine dees imagine guys, bringing up the I rear my team of five and zero, they just didn't want to listen to me last week
3: kmart did kmart, all, right? all, his unbelievable. Likes and, all his likes and leans
1: were spot on do you want to talk about it kmart how much
2: people don't was think received. we have? I don't think we, we have enough time for that. But I mean, for everyone to know, I, I was so adamant before I put, I was like, guys, I like Packers more than Bears. Like, like, please, please. And, you know, we took out Niners, put in Giants, you know, that day as well. And what was the other one? I don't remember. Or no, 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 my, my apologies. We took out uh, the Niners and put in, um, Detroit, even though I like them. So, you know, a, a win for a loss. And then I was ad, adamant about the Seahawks over the giants. So that was kind of the, Oh, well, what are you going to do?
1: Chris talks about oh. it all the time. How these uh, these picks contests to narrow what you like down to five is so, so difficult. How do you make sure, you don't take out a lean that ends up being a winner and putting in a loser in its place. It's These pick five contests are so tough.
2: It's it's tough with four. I think two probably. I mean, Matt, you do it with four. I don't know how you guys are doing so well. Like Maybe because you're all brothers and you share a brain. But, man, Neil and I were, were cruising for a minute there. But now, uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we got to start drinking together or something. We need some cohesion.
1: You guys are the only two that have gone five and oh twice, right?
2: Yeah. We've gone one and four twice, two and three twice. I mean, we've literally only had three weeks where we went over 500. Uh, Chris and Joe have both had a five and oh,
1: they're both sitting at 25 and 15. So only four and a half back of the overall leader. And then I I was not feeling great about ours on uh, Sunday afternoon after the soft Rams went up early and uh, ended up getting the Niners, ended up getting the Packers on Sunday night, ended up getting the Browns and a rocking chair winner on Monday night. So I'm sitting at 26 and 14. My entry has been crazy. We've gone uh, four and one twice and we've gone three and two, six of the other eight weeks. So just nice and steady. We're right within striking distance, three and a half back of the, the idiot who's leading this thing. So we're going to try to keep it going. And, uh, I finally took the lead over Joe, so that means I'm I'm batting leadoff today. And this is a really tough week because there are more teams on a bye this week than there have been any other week. There are six teams on a bye. We have fewer games, we have three double digit spreads. So perilous everywhere. And I, I've gone back and forth on several games. There's a couple that I truly think that anything could happen. Either side could win. And the one that I'm going to go with, I have no problem being on Cincinnati this week. And I hope I'm not stealing one from Kmart. A few weeks ago, the Carolina Panthers were catching 12 and a half or 13 at the LA Rams. What's happened since then? The Panthers have gone home. And beaten Tampa Bay, the Panthers have gone on the road. Have had a miracle comeback to go to overtime against Atlanta. They lose a heartbreaker in overtime. They're on the road again. Cincinnati just looked absolutely god awful on Monday Night Football. I am willing to take complete advantage of that. The Bengals defense—they do lose one of their corners. Was it a torn Achilles or torn ACL? Kmart. I
2: I don't even know. I was out out (laughs) trick-or-treating.
1: Oh, God, that's right. (laughs) Jesus. So since he loses a corner, Hendrickson's been a little banged up, but this Bengals defense is still a major step up from what Carolina faced last week down in Atlanta who can't cover anybody and can't get any pressure. (laughs) I expect the Bengals to bounce back very strong, and I'm happy to get a little bit of line value and lay the seven with Joe Burrow and the Bengals this week. Okay, Mart. I want your take because the Bengals are typically your team that you pay a lot of attention to. Do you like this as a bounce back spot against a much much weaker opponent?
2: Well, it's funny on on Monday. You know, I wrote down a whole list of you know games I'm gonna I'm gonna look at for this week, and one of them in there I put down this game. And when the line opened at eight and a half, I was like, "Huh, that's, that's a lot." And then I was like, "You know what? I'm just gonna I'm not even gonna overthink it." just going to kind of wait until this contest line comes out. But pretty much exactly what you said this morning. I was kind of reviewing that game, getting ready to talk about something tonight. Wasn't going to be the one I was going to discuss, but it was, you know, one I had on, you know, (laughs) in the back just in case. Um, But yeah, I mean, only having to lay seven, look like shit. I share your sentiments as well. Panthers, gritty, you know, should have won last week, but didn't but I think it's just not so fast. Uh, Chris says it the best. Trust the line. Lay it. You know, that's, that's definitely one. If my team cannot find, you know, a fifth, I'll probably say, hey, guys, let's just not even think about it and throw in these bangles.
1: Anyone else have any thoughts on on either side of this one? Carolina covered two straight. Scrappy definitely playing better give them credit they would look like a dead team under rule and this new guy wilkes has at least got him playing hard pj is what he is but is this one where the Bengals or the the panthers covering train comes to his screeching halt
3: yeah i don't know for for me ever you're laying a full touchdown right i think you want to be in a position where your team can sort of grind out that clock and not give the other team an extra possession. And the one thing that's for I me, mean, it was a pretty, like, I mean, we touched on it. It was a very uninspired Cincinnati team on Monday. And is it Jamar Chase? It, who knows? On a mix and ran the ball eight times for 27 yards. As a team, 10 attempts for 3.6. They haven't been able to run the ball at all. So I always get a little worried when you look at sort of how a game is going to play out unless you're thinking that this is like a 20 point spot which certainly it could be i mean i've offensively even without chase you still have you know higgins and boyd who have been proven you know nfl wide receivers in this league but it's like what you get the i mean cincinnati gets the ball back with five minutes nursing 10 points it's going to go back to carolina at some point so i don't know they haven't they still haven't right sized their offensive line yet and it would make me a little little nervous, but certainly I, I like the, you know, the thought about uh, getting embarrassed on Monday night and coming back and going home and, you know, certainly they are capable of laying a big number um, against a an overrated or overrated and overhyped
1: Panther team right now. The one thing I would say about the Monday night game, and yes, they they didn't really show up. There was some stuff that happened early in the game where Miles Garrett just made plays to force fumbles, cause turnovers. I think that that game is more of a credit to the Browns with at two and five. I mean, that's why I I played the Browns season on the line, right? At two and five, you're at home on Monday night football. You absolutely have to have that game. And they played their best game of the season. So I I think that was more of a play on the Browns and, and the Bengals were just victim to being at a, a home run spot there for Cleveland. So I, I'm not counting that one against them maybe as much. I think the popular narrative this week will be something's wrong with them. Chase is out and obviously he's the one that puts them over the top, but I think they can still be fine. All right, we'll move on. We have Joe from Vegas. Joe, thanks for making some uh, some time for us. How many chips you got in your pocket there, dad? Uh, two purple ones. There you go. D's. D's? D's. Yeah. So I'll have to go
4: down and uh well I'm gonna shower real quick, change, and then go play some uh, some table games for a minute, and then we have a top golf event at eight PM. So hopefully gonna get paid to drink for a minute and then go get paid to drink later. How black are you gonna get at Top Golf? Um, well, there's a lot of important people there, so it really depends. Um probably afterward blacking is going to be inevitable but during the thing i gotta
3: maintain what's your morning tomorrow because I've, I've done two work trips to vegas and there's nothing more annoying than like 8 a.m meeting the next morning after like the whole plan to go out what's your morning tomorrow uh well it's
4: sema it's like con- it's like the biggest automotive convention in the world so um i'm not working the booth i'm not doing anything i just gotta be there around like nine or ten but they don't really give a shit if i if i roll in later i'll just say hey i was looking at other booths i don't know it's
1: not bad
3: that would not matter seemed...
1: all. yeah <laughs> so joe let's uh let's get a pick dad so you you know coming off the tough week for you and you and big red how are you guys where what are you looking at to rebound here uh bucks that was the first one that caught
4: my eye I mentioned it on the podcast the other day got it at two but i bet it again at three i just think it's a horrible matchup for the rams and that dog O line fucking chris dude could play center for the rams right now and probably be an upgrade so um i think tampa bay at some point's got to get right and they got to cover a spread right so why not this week
1: Interesting that the contest put that at uh two and a half after that line did reach three for a couple days there. Even better. A little bit of a little bit of buyback on the Rams, which is surprising to me. Chris, let's you let's get you in here on your Rams. What do you got on this one? Right as we lose Chris's video. Uh
0: fuck fuck the Rams. Uh, you would think they were the Super Bowl losers the way they're having this hangover. Um, they're playing like shit. We faded them last week niner cock and uh i like joe's play i don't know these two teams i was thinking to myself i'm just they're both so scum i just don't know if i want to i don't even know if they're worth a contest pick i'd rather take some scum that's catching more points but uh sure as fuck don't have any faith in my rams right now matthew (laughs) Chris's rams um this line would
1: would get Severely affected if Cooper Cup were to miss the game. I think I saw – was he no practice or limited practice today? Did anybody catch that?
3: He did some drills in the morning, but then he did not come out to practice in the afternoon. How much is he moving a line, though? I think a lot. So, I think it's like, like a, a – offense that Rams team? Yeah, for the Rams. I mean, yeah.
4: I, I, mean, he's, I don't think he's moving a line more than two points, if that. I would say a point no, and a, yeah, like point and a half. Yeah. Shitty quarterbacks. Yeah. Shitty. I mean, what's his equivalent? Like a fucking league average quarterback
1: moving a line. I don't know. Tweet Ralph.
4: See what happens.
1: Yeah. I mean, Chris. He was your. He was your MVP last season, right? So, do you think? I mean, he's got to be easily one of the more valuable non-quarterbacks
0: that would move a line, right? Yeah. I mean, but it goes to. Show you wasn't Chase rookie year. He's like one of the best, and they don't even fucking move it at all when he goes out. So it's just I don't know. A lot of these skill players they're worth a lot less than you think. I'm
4: That's gonna going Google to it. Right
0: so. now. I'm gonna Google it, man. Yeah. Hold. Uh, all right, we could ask JM too. We could just JM or uh, Cornegay and Awesome. <laughs> Well, it's
1: an interesting matchup because I think the Bucks have lost six in a row against the spread, and we all know how soft the Rams are. Having to go play across the country in Tampa Bay, I mean, what are the Rams now? Are they three and five? Are yeah. they both three
2: and five? No, they're three and four because they already had their
1: bye. The Rams have had their bye. Okay, so the Rams can get back to five hundred. The Bucks are three. Are the Bucks three and five?
2: Bucks are three and five.
1: Okay, so is it this kind of a gotta have it spot for the Bucks? Or maybe not because no one's running away with that division.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't think they're too concerned about the Falcons maintaining, but you know, I don't think they want to drop to three and six. So it All could right. be a similar similar thought you had on the Browns, you know, at home.
4: I got uh, the info on Cooper Cup. Sorry not to throw you guys off, but they, they, they have them ranked this website has them ranked as the thirtieth most valuable spread player in the NFL at 1.5 points.
1: How many quarterbacks? Is that all, including quarterbacks? That includes how many, all players in the NFL. All players. So, I gotta so how many? How many non-quarterbacks are ahead of him on that list? Fuck, I don't know, dude.
4: I got. I, I, it's like a tweet per guy, so it would take me forever. Oh, to, okay, I thought you had a
1: list of the top thirty. I mean, guys. fuck, damn. Okay.
4: Justin Fields at two and a half. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is I think I, mean, I don't right. I don't think Cooper Cup's moving a line very much at all. I mean, obviously maybe half a point, and then there's gonna be a bunch of fucking people that'll fade him because he's not playing, so that might move the line, but I don't think Vegas is gonna factor in more than like I said, a point point and a half for Cooper Cup.
1: Well, the point point and a half is more valuable when it goes through three. So if this line's two right. and a half and Cooper Cup were to miss the game, I mean they probably Three and a half. Yeah, probably move it through the three. So we'll see uh, people that are betting on this game. Obviously, keep on keep an eye on that. I mean, the Rams have shown an ability to do very little outside of throw to him. Uh, there was a lot of hype last week about Van Jefferson coming back. Did he How many, did he even get meaningful snaps? I didn't see. Him. It's going to be cool, too, when Matt Stafford takes over the NFL lead interceptions this week, too. Yeah, he did not have one last week. Right. Correct. Yeah. He's got eight
4: and, uh, Maddie ice has nine. So
3: barring any,
1: what's he doing these days? <laughs> I'll let you know. I yeah, in so, Indianapolis again. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah, he may, he may have some free time to, to grab a beverage with you. So yeah. Bucks is an interesting play. Um, extra rest. Does that matter at all? Joe coming off a Thursday game?
4: Hmm. Potentially. I don't know. Nobody knows shit, man. Uh it could factor in a little bit. I don't I, I just I it, it's not about the rest of me. It's about just the shit the, the matchup of the Buccaneers defensive line versus the fucking Rams offensive line. And I think Stafford's gonna throw two picks and it may be close, but I think that T V twelve
1: finally covers a spread. What do we usually have? Uh Stafford's Interceptions prop out is it usually minus 150? (laughs) It's yeah, it's about minus
4: 150. I bet it like minus 160 against the Niners, remember? Or it was like minus 130, and then we talked about it. And then Chris ended up firing it at minus 160. The first Niner game, we cashed that worth a look, cashed that cock piece in the first quarter, so that was nice. Yeah, definitely
1: worth a look this week. I mean, the Rams can't run the ball for Dick, so. Keep maybe that interception prop is a good one to look at. So, Joe, Tampa Bay, like that one. Chris Duke, I'm circled 25 and 15. You're right there, four and a half off the pace. Where are you looking?
0: Oh, I wanna. He's I was gonna know. say Lions again. I was gonna say Lions, but watch, we'll <laughs> get off them like Tommies and they'll. We've been on twice and they broke hearts two weeks in a row. But I think we'll go with one. Well, Riley had freck had lions in it but we also both had the new york jets in our picks i think they're scrappy it was 13 i hope they made it 12 and a half in the they contest. did they did good good 12 12
1: 12 12, yeah. 12 flat
0: 12 fuck yeah dead number bitch so <laughs> we'll take it jets look like shit i don't know if you've noticed but Zach Wilson sucks ass, especially Milfast, and uh, the, I mean, the Bills, what can you say? They should have won by 50, man, if, uh, you know, Allen doesn't throw two picks in the second half there, they blow Packers out, everyone saw it on primetime, how easy it was for them to move it down the field, free money, so we'll take the Jets and a bounce back home, division dog, before the bye week, it's a beautiful trend so far, let's keep it going.
1: Well, that's poop, that's for sure.
2: That is poop. <laughs> I mean, I was looking no. at that too. It's just its just hard to go against, you know, what they're going to be going against. I mean, they looked like they knew what they were doing offensively with Brees Hall, but now with him out, and it, I mean, the Patriots did exactly what you would think and hope, you know, an intelligent defense would do without their best weapon. Elijah Moore is dead for all intents and purposes. Doesn't uh, exist. Yeah, I mean Zach Wilson might have worse numbers than Daniel Jones in the Giants' offense as well. So it's it's just man, that to me is just a stay away. Like it's it's always fun to say, okay, I'll take the points, but I feel like the Bills can flip. You know, one pick six, you know, fourteen point swing, and you're already covering. I mean, that's that's essentially what happened to Neil's bullshit Bears last week.
4: Yeah, and the the big red machine, Jared actually brought this one up to me too. I think he's leaning Jets. He just he he sent me a text and said, "Hey, when was the last time a five and three team as in a division game was twelve point fucking home dogs?" And I was like, "That's a good point."
1: I mean, good luck. Only Chris would step in front of the Bills two weeks in a row. I think we can all agree on that. I just don't know where the Jets' offense comes from. I mean, it, Kyle's right. the The running game has completely dried up without Brees Hall. Look what happened to the Jets when the Patriots made them one one dimensional. Zach Wilson's throwing up lollipops.
2: I mean, nice. they. I mean, it, and if you look at the trade for James Robinson, it's like I mean, on paper, I don't even I don't even know how to word this. Like it's it seems like you know they're trying to do the right things, but you know, fill the gap, but. He, his yards per carry are like terrible. He's just a, a pound, pound, pound. Maybe he breaks one away, but overall he, he doesn't, he doesn't really move it. You know, Michael Carter's a good, you know, fantasy wise PPR guy. He can catch it out of the backfield, but it's also not big enough to take 20, 20 carries. So I don't know that, that offense is don't turn the ball over. And I'm, I, They got a shot to cover.
1: Well, you look at like I mean, okay, how are you going to stay in a game against the Bills? The Packers kind of offered the blueprint, right? Like when you have sort of a limited offense, you run the hell out of the ball. You get good gains, (laughs) seven, eight, nine yards. You get first downs, like the Packers did with Aaron Jones. You control the ball for a long time. I just, I, I don't personally see the Jets.
2: Matt, how lucky were we to cover that game the other night? well, Matt. Also,
4: at the five. Yeah, Josh Allen threw th- two picks in the fucking red zone. How, yeah. how, often, how often is he going to do that, especially against a fucking division team that he knows well? I mean, maybe Salah can fucking dial some shit up to confuse them, but I mean, highly doubtful. I don't know. I like I said, I, Jared leans one way, and I, I I don't know. If he wants it, he can have it, but I'm
3: not going <laughs> to make an argument for the goddamn Jets. <laughs>
1: Two blowouts,
3: two pretty much blowouts last year. Buffalo won both, obviously outright, like a 45-17, and then a 27-10 game. Was that in
1: Week eighteen so, though, Neil? The twenty-seven nice.
3: ten. I thought I looked
1: at. I thought I looked at this a couple days ago. I wanted to see how they did as well. How was it? Was Week eighteen? Yeah, it was the twenty-seven ten. And I don't know. I mean, the Bills were probably playing for seating, so maybe they had startup. But again,
3: Wilson threw for eighty-seven yards that game. That's nice that's
1: pretty good that's okay. pretty decent. <laughs> yeah deece. oh man all right Kmart martin neil who wants to i don't know who wants to speak on behalf of you guys you can both get one i don't know who wants to start
3: I'll let Kmart. go i have a weird feeling that k martin are not going to be opposing on this one so i want to say <laughs> right. i'm going to let him i'm going to let him go and i'll let you know if, they, if we are i not. mean
2: i mean i i i got a lot this week but i think one of my favorites is is that Vikings game. Okay. You know, you, you got the revenge spot with Kirk Cousins coming home. <laughs> you like so that. clearly you got to take the commies plus three and a half, right? Uh, like, like I, I can totally see Kirk doing something absolutely ridiculous because he doesn't seem to play well under pressure, um, whether it's prime time or other situations. I can see him finally throwing up a. A brick. Um, they were lucky to cover last week. They're six and one, which I love for all my futures, but they're kind of in a fade spot for me. I don't think they're a real six and one team. So ah, man, I'm kind of looking at them and two other teams where I'm just gonna kind of say F it and fade them, you know, each and every week for a while. Cause I, I just I don't think they're as good as their record is. So, you know, I I'm hoping. The Vikings can kick a game-winning field goal, win this thing by one to three, and get me the cover. But I'm not <laughs> going to be surprised with what the Commanders have been doing. You know, if they win this game outright as well, um, I like what they're doing offensively. You know, they're doing just enough defensively as well, staying in ball games. And yeah, Commanders plus three and a half. So here's the. Uh, so it's not like I'm not a totally against,
3: but here's the here's the one thing that I. I thought was interesting when I looked at this game and it's what came out just today, right? Dan Snyder's looking to come out and sell the team.
2: That guy's been right? a distraction for a decade, man.
3: And I, and I agree with you, but I was listening. I wasn't follow the money. It was somebody else who was out in what it was from Vison that was out in, in Washington. And they said that they were amazed at the fact of how little last weekend commanders, redskins shit you saw around that town right with nothing else going on there was nothing there was just nothing like i wonder if it's one of those interesting things where like now that he's selling because i know that the, the narrative is nobody likes this guy they're all ready for him to get out he's been a disaster is there like this weird <laughs> narrative where like people show up this week like fans wise and is there this weird narrative that they all of a sudden like the players and the team is going to react differently? with this coming out it's just a, it's a weird thing to happen sort of you know it had to happen in the middle of the season where it's like everyone's going to be relieved that he is finally leaving and this whole big massive distraction may
2: he just said he's or is it going to create is or is it just gonna going to blow up for years and
4: dude yeah he's been a piece of shit for years that's not i don't think this is
2: now. Dang. No, no, and that's that exactly. Uh-huh. You guys make my well, point. The only thing that's changed is he's years. open to it. It's not like he said he's going to I understand do it. Like he finally the, said because of all this. the owners, you don't do this. He's, coming out the, and saying "f this guy," like he needs to get out of the league, but, and he's coming out saying, "Oh, well, I got, I got juice on the commissioner," you know, and all this. It's a mafia run organization. No shit. Like, you couldn't say I anything it. that surprises anybody on this podcast. Of course not.
3: But I'm just saying it's a weird spot that they could come out That they come out because it's like a relief that everyone has wanted this to happen, including Washington, D.C. Just the fan
2: base has wanted it Well, to who happen. gives
4: a fuck? We're talking about the spread right now. We don't give a shit about the fan base. But
2: wouldn't, wouldn't you say that that is a good thing? For, you, you you think the players actually want this guy? Don't you think that's going to fire them up and it's know. a bet on a reason wrong. for them? Not a I don't think it
4: fucking matters. No, so. I don't think it matters at all. The players are gonna play for themselves, no matter what. I think now they're like, oh, <clears throat> it's not like every player is under contract forever. If they don't fucking like it, they can leave the Redskins and go sign somewhere else. And Dan Snyder ain't changing that.
3: <laughs> very weird. I'm just saying it's a very weird dynamic.
4: It was also weird when he got caught with fucking hookers and shit. So it's not like hey, this is. <laughs> That's not weird. That's normal. That's the NFL, yeah. It, I don't know. I think you're looking at. We're we're trying to talk about a spread, maybe like a little bit of X's and O's, and now you're talking about the fucking fan base. Like, who gives a shit?
3: But I'm just talking about everything in general that this entails, right? Everything that is that that this cascades downwards from owner <laughs> all guess. the way the, to fan
4: base. <laughs> I don't know, Neil. How much? Okay, Neil. How much <laughs> is Dan Snyder selling the team, and now uh, the fans carrying worth ATS? <laughs>
3: Plus or minus six and a half. No, who the fuck knows? <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> right? I don't know. It's just, it's just a weird. It's just one of those weird dynamics that you just don't see very often, right in the middle of a, in the middle of a season.
1: Hmm. I, I just don't know what effect that has on the players. Coach,
3: it goes from coach from GM to coaching to decision making on the field to the players to the fans. It, it cascades. All the way through In some regard, Yeah, but I don't know if they give no a, way way it a shit about
2: they just say as long as he pays me, I don't think they give a shit. Like exactly. if, if he and died Ryan, tomorrow, I don't think they'd give a shit.
4: Riverboat Ron doesn't give a flying fuck <laughs> about that
2: either. <laughs> so I mean,
4: you think he's gonna change his coaching style now? Fuck no, he doesn't give a shit.
1: No shit. <laughs> well, so Joe, I, I wanna know your, your take uh-huh. on the pick because that you you talked to the other night on our recap how the commanders have just been I mean, you've been against them and they have won. You've been on them and they've lost. This is a, I, what do you think of this play on Washington with three and, and the hook? Uh, but, <laughs> Say no more. Honestly,
4: dude, I think it, I I I'm just befuddled. But um, I think it's a little bit baity. Um, I think I would have made that spread three plus three. And I, there's a lot of fucking people and money on it, and I don't know. But, I mean, it's the NFL dude catching three and a half at home. It's not a bad play, in my opinion, but it's just hard to take. Like I say almost every week, if it wasn't the fucking commanders, if it was a different helmet decal on the side there, I'm probably more inclined to do it. But, yeah, it's, it's definitely, yeah, I mean –
1: I really don't don't
4: have a lean – like, I would lean commanders, but it gun to my head,
1: that's what I would I would do. I mean, I, I agree with Kyle that the Vikings are kind of in fade territory right now. I mean, that's what I fucking thought last week, Joe. We both played the goddamn Cardinals against them, and they just made too many mistakes to cover that spread. Right. <clears throat> yeah. Tough um, one. Yeah, tough one, but that happens. The one thing you can say is that, you know, Washington – they're going to get Chase Young back, not for this game, but pretty soon. Their D-line already gets a lot of pressure. They did have, they did cause Ellinger to fumble. They they forced a Jonathan Taylor fumble last week. So, I mean, God, if they can just create a couple turnovers, I think they'll be in great shape. But Minnesota, it's I just, I don't think they're that good, but their record is that good. So they're a hard team for me to figure out too. Right, yeah, and so I think that's why I think it's a little bit
4: baity because a lot of people look at the you know six and one team playing the fucking oh you only got to lay three and out they got to win by four. Oh, that's easy
1: a lot of squares but hey let's also say that Washington's got some momentum right now I mean that game winning sure. drive against I mean Joe you you remember that because that fucked you royally yep. uh, being on the Colts so kid I mean Kyle how much of that is part of maybe liking Washington as well that like they just had this crazy rally for comeback. They've won both games. Heineke has started as underdogs. I mean, he's kind of got them back to life a little bit.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, you know, the, I, I agree with Joe, you know, to get, at least touch on a point he made it, it does feel a little square doggy, but um, how often do you see McLaurin get excited yeah. They were fired I mean, up. I, I if you're ever going to talk about a team rallying around a player, you know, it's going to be something like that. Heineken, however the hell you say his name, Heineken, he, you know, he's he started before this season. He started in a playoff game and you know, they know him, they like him. Who knows? Maybe they thought he should have been given the shot this year and not gone after broken dick Wentz. Um so, you know, there, there are just so many things, but it's it's more of a play on. It's just their defense is good. Their offense can do just enough. And again, Vikings 6-1, and one, hell, I I hope they win. But it's just, it, I don't think they're as good as their record is. You know, their one loss is was just being dismantled by Philly. Not saying that Philly's not good. They're undefeated. They're great. But I don't know. Maybe I'm way off. Yeah, dude, I think Terry
4: McLaurin's such an underrated receiver too. He's borderline top five six in the NFL and fuck, One dude.
2: wants to trade for him in goddamn fantasy though, Joe. No one no one cares. Nobody gives a fuck. Nobody exactly. Gives a fuck. <laughs> I'm just that. saying in general,
4: like I think it's pretty admirable the fact that Terry McLaurin's this fucking good with assholes throwing to him. Yeah. Like if, a, okay. if he was on the fucking Packers. What kind of numbers would you put up? Put up.
1: Well, that's an interesting game. Um, I wonder which side will be more bet in that one in the contest. I, I could see a lot of people be on Minnesota for being six and one. I could also see a lot of people thinking three and a half at home. Uh, I'll take. That. I wouldn't. So I wouldn't be surprised if it's top five consensus. If, yeah.
3: Same. If
4: uh, Washington Redskins are. Consensus, cock.
1: Neil, give us uh, something you're looking at. All
3: right, so I, I really don't like much this week, um, but I wanted to say when it first came out, the one that I was going to take, and I looked at it even pre before last week games, um, just because of spot what's happening. Um, what and I wish Chris was still on because this, this is his dead number special, but I'm thinking I'm on the other side. Like I have no problem laying five and a half with Bill Belichick at home against a dude, rookie against dude, a rookie I almost quarterback.
2: Did this, you were right
3: I, I i could have sworn you <laughs> were going to i really thought you were going to do colts again um and it has nothing to do with right with what happened last week it's simply a matter of this is the bill belichick special right this is the guy who's 13 and 0 uh straight up at home against rookie court qbs this is the guy who just dominates any team that is one that's going to be one dimensional um I think you see the. i think you end up seeing the same thing you know come sunday where it's not going to be pretty this is going to be an ugly game this well is be, be careful like- be
4: careful because i had the exact same fucking thoughts the other night with the bears the exact same thoughts and now we have i agree right that- like a running team
3: going to, it's it's i mean but all right so and then right and i get that so then. And- also added to that right i don't like the fact right Indy gets rid of naim hines and sends him sends him off right so sort of that check down
2: but they got zach moss baby
3: yeah great taylor didn't practice right and this is just taylor didn't practice today like they if anything gimpy. happened and he and he's gimpy he's been has been all season if something happens there. And they don't become one dimension. They can't even say that they're one dimensional anymore. Like this thing can get real ugly real quick, um, in my opinion. So I think it's going to be sloppy. This is certainly not a play on New England's offense, capabilities. I think this is just one of those Pats are at home facing a rookie you know, facing a first time quarterback coming out. And I just think this is the Bill Belichick special, in my opinion. So um I'm a, I'm a, Pat's was probably my as of right now, Pat's will be my.
2: So, so I mean, probably the main reason why I didn't talk about the Colts is because I don't know what's happening with Jonathan Taylor. Like, I'm not going to talk about a game where, you know, as Joel points out, why are you talking about if you're not going to play it? If their biggest offensive piece isn't going to be playing, I think he is because he came back in the game last week. I think it's just load management. Is he going to have a full workload? Probably not, but I don't think I don't think he needs to because. Patriots lane five and a half again another team I don't think is very good they have a they have a good defense but I don't know man like yeah, that's that's gonna be another fun one where I'm sure you're gonna want the pats and I'm gonna be saying let's just let's just run away and hide because I as I have that you know as I only have two games ahead of that on the list that I have right now
4: I like I Eileen pack to pack uh, Patriots as well. I texted Jared again. I'm like, dude, I fucking hate to say it, but this is a I, I feel like this is a Patriots spot
1: too, but do we think Reich might be job on the line? Yes. If they lose. Yep. Yes. Yep. So that I wonder I wonder if they he even still has the team. I mean the the Ryan benching was interesting to say the least for lack of a better word uh they do trade a running back away a guy that they do use i wonder if he still even has the team like are they would they rally around like is this if it's his last stand would they rally around him
2: yeah but i mean they they've been, been, been better, been better as a dog for sure like high scored have, last week yeah he scored last week but i mean for For how they said they were going to use him, like he's been such a disappointment. And for all the games and time that JT's missed, they're not using him. I thought they did him a a service getting him to a team who's actually going to use him and probably really fucking well. And, you know, hell, even for Zach Moss, it's good for him just to get out of that spot. You know, I I don't know if he's going to back up Taylor, you know, because they got Deion Jackson there, but. I don't. I don't know how much you know the head coach had in saying, "Oh, we don't use." Hey, let's trade this guy away. Don't you think Twice it's more pro-
3: don't you think it's more problematic though if you have a guy that is sort of thought to be it high in in Hines a dynamic playmaker and someone can be at and if you don't know how to use him, isn't that problematic? And like I get maybe like maybe not so much with Matt Ryan. Like I don't really remember Matt Ryan in his career like checking down to backs so much but it's like I, I thought that if any week if in, if there was ever a time that you needed a guy like heinz to have a check down back it's when you have a brand new quarterback and not even and a quarterback that's not even like a highly touted you know blue chipper coming out right no one thought that that was going to be able like if you can't make heinz work with ellington which like to me that should have been your game plan is like, like Ellington, has really for
2: workers heinz just not making him work himself like, he, he has snap share, but he's not getting looks. So who whose issue is that? You know, because, I mean, he's had one good year, and for the past two or three seasons, all you hear about is we're going to give Hines the ball more, and it doesn't happen. So if they're trying to and he's still not getting there, do you really think that's on coaching or more on him, or a little of both? Mm-hmm. So that's um, why I think you can. Hand, I mean,
3: it's a, it's a it's a it's a running back. You can hand him the ball if you want to.
2: Why would they hand him the ball when they have Taylor?
3: Again, <laughs> I you have a beat up Taylor. <laughs> I, I also thought it was just kind of a weird spot that you're say you're going to say you if you're in this sort of predicament where you have a beat up Jonathan Taylor and you're going to say, oh, we're going to get rid of his backup. We'll All right, let's, let's stop
4: talking back. about fucking Indianapolis Colts running backs. Who gives a
3: shit? We're talking about the I game. Figured, we figured you missed Indy, Joe. Knew you missed Indy. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's Pats. That's, that's, it's Pats. And again, it's a Belichick. It's a Belichick play that this is Belichick spot to keep them to. You know, I would be shocked if the Colts. I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Colts scored double digits. And if wow. they do, it's probably probably the Pats fuck something up on offense
1: and give them a. Well, short Mac field. Jones had a pick six call back last week. He he doesn't look yep. good right now either. Him yep. and Zach Wilson were trying to outdo each other. Mm-hmm. Yep. So good luck. Good luck laying on a decent sized number with Mac Jones, but I don't know. I don't think they like Mac Jones personally. But a um, couple other games of note. Uh, the I think the Seattle Arizona game is really interesting. Uh, no, I don't know what to do with Arizona, and I don't know at what point you just declare you watch Seattle and you just be like, wow, they're actually a solid team against everything that anyone predicted going into the season. Their quarterback doesn't turn it over. They're Their coach is getting a lot out of a roster that a lot of people thought was terrible. The rookie running back is making a difference. That's a really interesting game. You got low-hanging fruit with teams like the Chargers and the Packers laying short numbers on the road against perceived bad teams. Really, really interesting week nine. Um, You got the Raiders off, off getting
4: shut out. That's what I was saying. Is is uh, we got to talk about the Raiders? That's another one that's probably making it in 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 uh, our contest, just because out of fucking uh, spite and uh, ignorance and stupidity, we will fucking fire the Raiders after getting shut out as home or road faves. Most likely, what, what's it in contest? One and a half or one or two? One
2: and uh, a
4: half. half.
3: One and a half. Word up, Raidercock. Back to back weeks, Joe, that you're taking the team of the city you're visiting, though. I don't think that's that. fun. Are you getting a enam- are you getting enamored being within the culture of the
4: city you're visiting? No, I don't think I've seen a single Raider jersey. It's everybody else.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that one. I want to bet. I want to bet on the Raiders after the shutout loss, but the Jaguars are kind of a. I think they're better than their record. I don't know how much that matters, and I think the Raiders I mean, cars are playing terrible. They they looked good in Kansas City. That's that's it. Have, do the Raiders have two wins? Yeah, the Raiders two and wins five. against the Broncos and the Texans?
3: Yes. Mm-hmm. Two and five, Man. zero and four away. But this wasn't a bad offense, right? Outside of last week and just laying that egg, this hasn't been a bad offense. They and then Waller? Like- dead like anybody that is dead baller,
4: is he just like not, dead. not into football anymore he's just back on the on the drugs or
3: what he got paid and he's probably checked out yeah what i mean shit it's he got more money
1: season, to season full of rehab all right everybody keep an eye on the twitter we'll 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 tweet out everybody's plays the the chart with everybody's plays over the weekend so Good luck in week nine, everybody. You're going to need it. It's a tough week with uh, not a lot of games, a few double-digit spreads. We didn't even talk about the Chiefs laying a big number against the Titans. We didn't talk about Thursday night. I mean, anybody else tempted to just say fuck it and lay it with Philly tomorrow against one of the worst teams in the league without two receivers and with a defense that just got hammered a million times by Derrick Henry on Sunday?
2: I'll play. I'll play Texans money line.
4: Oh, I thought Chris Duke left, but um, (laughs) yeah. His phone died. (laughs) Yeah. No, I mean, I'm with you, Matthew. I'm with you. I mean, that's the easy play, right? I don't know. We'll see.
1: Should be. Should. We love that word. All right, everybody. Bet poop. Good luck. We'll see you Sunday night. Enjoy Vegas, Dad. I will.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. This is pages.